The will of D is something anyone can possess. There's no strict need to be born with it. Sabo, the Nefotaris, and maybe even Kozuki Odin prove this. And the X from Alabasta is the current day version of it. I'd like to address a long-standing belief among people in the community that the people who bear the D initial are the descendants of the people who lived in the ancient kingdom, which was defeated by the world government. This belief stems from Professor Clover's speech at Ohara and what Corazon said to Law. The D are the enemies of the gods, or God's natural enemies, with the gods being celestial dragons, aka the descendants of those 20 kingdoms. Emu refers to the D as the moniker of their ancient enemy. However, the Nefotari D Lily reveal clearly disproves that it is strictly the descendants of the people of the ancient kingdom that bear the will of D, since she was part of Alabasta royalty, separate from the ancient kingdom. Alabasta's participation in the alliance of 20 kings against the ancient kingdom has always rubbed me the wrong way. For some reason, Lily was outwardly working with the world government against the ancient kingdom, but ends up being one of their most pivotal allies. Either way, whether Lily was initially on their side or only joined them later in the conflict, she and Alabasta ended up being a very vital partner to the ancient kingdom by proliferating the Poneglyphs and holding on to a very important one, while also passing down a letter to the rulers that would be present when Joy Boy returns. A very important part of the letter is fly the flag that heralds the world's eventual dawn. Inherited will is debatably the most important theme in One Piece, that you can live on through the connections you make and the impact you have on people. Lily ensures this happens for her through the letter and the poneglyphs. I also would like to point out here that Kozuki Odin died with a smile on his face, his last stand, holding the Akazaya 9 above his head and ensuring their lives, directly aiding Joy Boy's will. What's important here is that Odin went out smiling, just like those of the Will of D tend to do. I think he could only do this after hearing Joy Boy's story on Laugh Tale. Knowing he went out in the service of his greatest allies 800 years later, he died with a smile on his face. In 1085, the chapter Sabo is told about the Nefotaris having the D initial. Sabo thinks back to his conversation with Luffy and Ace's kids about the initial, where Luffy tells him he can have one too, jokingly calling him Sa-D-Bo. The next chapter, 1086, the Gorosei say Sabo has a checkered fate, and that there's no other way to explain why he's constantly surrounded by people of the D. Post-Stress Rosa, Law tells Sengoku his secret name, Trafalgar D. Water Law, and Sengoku thinks to himself, yet another one, the D always follows a checkered fate. So this makes me think that what the Gorosei said means they are heavily tying Sabo with the people of D, if not outright saying they're the same. In a sense, Sabo is also very similar to Nefotari D. Lily, a noble that turned down their claim to royalty and opposed the world government. And I think this connection and Sabo's heavy involvement with the Alabasta royal family is important and is no coincidence. But what makes me personally sure of the idea that Lily acquired the Will of D through her partnership with Joy Boy in the Ancient Kingdom is the ending of Alabasta, literally the last page of the arc, one of the most iconic moments in the entire series. To get past Bond Clay's Devil Fruit, they use the X hidden underneath the band to mark their friendship and prove they are connected even beyond this conflict in Alabasta similarly to the Kozuki crest being present in the whale tree on Zo. To take this a step further, maybe the D initial is how the ancient kingdom and its allies told each other apart from would-be imposters. Most importantly, I think Vivi being the one to receive this proof of friendship from the Straw Hats is not a coincidence, and will reflect Lily gaining the D initial from Joy Boy. The X in the page at the end of Alabasta is overlaid on the Straw Hat flag. Think back to Lily's letter. The two things it mentioned were the Poneglyphs and the flag that heralded the world's eventual dawn. The X is right on top of that flag on that final page. I think this being the final page of Alabasta, the
the saga where the Poneglyphs and the Willardy are introduced is no coincidence. I think the X that Oda places over the Straw Hat flag parallels the things in Lily's letter, the Will of D, and the flag that heralds the world's eventual dawn. We know that at the end of the series, Luffy, aka Sangan Nika, will bring the world to its dawn, and his flag will be the flag that will take down the unending winter that the world government has held the world in for 800 years. The giant frozen straw hat in the Holy Land Marijuaz points to it being important symbolism, even to Imu. To conclude, I think Lily was not born with the D initial, but was given it which he then secretly passed down through Alabasta's royal family. Kuzuki Odin, to our knowledge, wasn't a member of this clan, but remarkably died with a smile on his face, a characteristic of those with the Will of D. Sabo is definitely someone who has inherited the Will of D in the present tense, though not explicitly handed it by someone who knew what they were doing. Vivi is an example of this idea through her secret connection with the Straw Hats, the X marking their fellowship as it was overlaid on the Straw Hat flag on the last page of Alabasta. All this makes me think that the Will of D is something allies of Joy Boy can inherit, meaning you don't have to be born with it. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. I'm Waihas, and hopefully you can tell I absolutely love One Piece. Its lore generates so many theories and interesting ideas, and it fills me with emotion to add to this specific part of the space for the first time. Not sure when I'll compile another theory, I just felt strongly about this one. But, one of the best parts of One Piece is sharing it with fellow enthusiasts. That's where you can find me breaking down and reviewing each chapter with my friends on the Straw Hat Sit Down Podcast every Sunday at 12pm at twitch.tv slash underscore Mac. Episodes go up on this channel every week, along with shorts and side content. We've been going steady for two years now and have been growing steadily as of late. All we want to do is connect with others through our love for the series, so consider catching an episode live on Twitch or checking out our previous episodes and letting us know what you think in the comments. Thanks again for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe for more Straw Hat Sit Down. Get down